again Stuck where the road has no end Keeping the sword in our minds One day life will be as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Bamtastic's Deep in the Mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby.
Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 
South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. This is Tushar Metals with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> and welcoming open mic, where comedians can get substantial mic time for the mere price of a spot of tea and crumpets. Comedians who remain after their initial sets are invited to perform feats of improvisation and ingenuity in the famous lightning round games, which are guaranteed to delight and entertain. Ah, thinking of these bright young comedians with so much potential and so many drug problems makes me as giddy as a schoolgirl. I haven't had so much fun and giggles since my non-trinary youth at Bumble's Warning School in East Brackenshire, where I danced with Hugh Grant, helped Jason Statham steal an antique shotgun and took nude photos of Prince Harry, who I must mention was not named appropriately. Sign up in person for your own comedic adventures at 7.30pm or pre-sign with the host by sending a direct message via social media. If you can't make it out to that den of iniquity known as mutinyradio.fm, listen in live from home or download the podcast on Apple iTunes under Friends of Mutiny. A smashing time will be had by all. Until next Saturday night at 8pm, cheerio darlings. How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand. For you, it's all about the rating. Let's go pillage, you say. But we never spent any time working on building our clan. 
Oh, come on. We need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall. That's always your excuse. I'm done. I'm logging off. Rose disconnects from the server and pushes back from her keyboard. Jack turns around on his uh, swivel chair behind her. Uh, my line. Oh, uh, what the hell, Rose? What? I'm done investing time in that relationship. Oh, uh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What? Why? All you ever want to do is have VR sex. So? I need something more. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack. George, welcome to the FTW show with your pals, George and Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, far out. Oh, weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what a weekend. Ooh, weekend painted it green for you and for me, but in different ways, right? I would think so, yes. <laughs> George was lucky enough to work uh, all weekend, uh, yeah. which means a nice little paycheck for him. And yeah, I was threw, lucky uh, enough to... Uh, two hours overtime at me on a Thursday as well, so it's double time, <laughs> double time weekend, baby. Heck Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Angel Man. Um, He might be coming on the show tonight, right? Yeah, sure. (laughs) You never know. The Wheelie King himself. He said, what are are we going to do, George? I said, well, Steve's going to be there, too. He's all, fuck that. (laughs) Just like everybody else. Everybody I know says that shit to me. (laughs) Why do you hang out with that guy? I can't picture that. So I don't hang out with him. We just spent two hours together on a Monday night. And that's it. That's kind of our whole friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Until some asshole with a green beard comes up and tries to hug you in the middle of fucking public. What's up, bro? (laughs) Just like you, I got a green beard. Where's my green bearded brother? 
See, I walked at a little St. Paddy's Day parade weekend uh, and wore a green beard as well as a lovely green, well, hat. What else did I have? Oh, a green shirt on. Yeah. It was a painted beard. Okay, spray paint, yeah. I looked like AstroTurf, though. I got, I got that from more than one person. It looked more like fungus to me. They thought it was impeccable. It's Probably like the best ever. It was like algae. Well... Yeah, it was too. so good. They said, why is Steve trying to fill in for you with the beard, man? What's that all about? I said, sorry, guys. I got to work, and I had to shave, so I don't have a beard. I've got barely any face stubble right now. It's true. Truth. Yeah. Truth. It's true. He's not lying this time. So welcome to FTW on uh, the Mutiny Radio Station. Uh, uh, March 19th show, if you'd like to call in. San Francisco, California. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're down the mission. We're on 21st in Florida. You're more than welcome to come down and visit. Say hey. Hang out, do your thing, do our thing. Do what you want to do. We won't tell you who do, to. Do, do, do what you want to do. Knock it to. <coughs> I got that song on here somewhere. No way. Tonight show? No, do what you want to do. It's oh. Calvin, Calvin Harris, I believe. It's kind of kind of dance music. I can't tell you. Uh, yeah, George does the music on our show, and I do a little thing called The Race Report, and we talk motorcycles, because we are forever two wheels. If you would like to call in... Call us at 415-550-0511. That number again, 65... No, no, you meant 415-550-0511. It would be fun, like, giving them a different phone number every time, wouldn't it? Yeah, sure. It would probably cut down the phone calls other than Gail coming in. Calling in, yeah. Wouldn't she be a great interview? You know, Gail, you hardly seem crazy at all. How about some government conspiracies and who are they trying to kill this week? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she's fucking great. <laughs> if for those that don't know, Gail calls in from time to time and uh, is generally pretty far out of her mind. Kind of deep space is oh, where Gail's a, at. That's a different do what you want to do. She's having oh, some oh, issues. Oh, <laughs> kind of like George's music choices. <laughs> yeah. So any motorcycle this weekend, George? You ride to work? Or, uh, uh, yeah, I rode the Harley on yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday and today, yeah, because it was raining on Saturday, man. It was coming down pretty good. I didn't get a, get a drop of rain on me during the parade. I managed to dodge it. Did it I rain in the morning or something? Because I didn't see that myself. Um, it was wet. Oh. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Your Saturday. first day of double time. I don't remember, dude. You know how this is. Do what you want to do. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> wow. Right, what's he saying right there? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Technically, never, you're right, but it's not the one I Never doubt me again. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Jackass. <laughs> so I did get a, I got an interesting call from my buddy on a Saturday. Do tell. He said, uh, so yeah, with this Ranchero thing, I want out. He wants out of the program. So the program was that he was going to donate the fucking the engine and the transmission. We were going to slap it in together. We are going to sell it and split the money. All right. I, sh- I showed up with the truck. He had the engine trans. So so we go. Boom, boom. Take the engine out. Um, all of a sudden, things got, yeah. He, well, I'm sure he's having troubles with the house and stuff, and he doesn't want that piece of shit sitting in his fucking driveway all this time. And I've been busy for the last week, so I haven't had a chance to get out there, and he's fucking... He's like, yeah, so I want out on this on this deal, um, but I'll sell you the engine transmission for 600 bucks. Oh, that's not a bad deal. I was like, okay. I'll try to work the money up, you know? And then he called me back like a half hour later, and I didn't answer. But he left me a message that, oh, yeah, you're going to need the exhaust, too. So that's going to be another four bills. <laughs> like, okay. Is he a regular listener to the show? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's a good dude. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's just turning into more of a mess than I kind of expected. So, 
We'll see how that goes. Wow, maybe you should get a hold hold of uh, Matt uh, Kettleworth. We'll call him Matt Kettleworth, uh, the the guy that I know that had a rancheroo that unfortunately got wrecked on the way to work one day. You should call him and tell him to come pick this thing up. I don't have his phone number. I did try to get it from Bill. Uh, what's his name the other night? But uh, he did not have it. He did not know the man. Well, that's how it goes. So this is what it is. But yeah, I got to ride the bike, dude. It was like yesterday was cold. It was yesterday? Did it rain yesterday? It, uh, I don't believe it did. I really get out too much yesterday. Big recovery day yesterday. I, think I did ride the bike yesterday and today. I don't think I rode it on Saturday. That's right, I didn't. It cost me 20 bucks to park in that open lot. Ah. Chump change, right? Sure. For my pal George, that's just chump change. That's how he rolls. He's big. It's 10 minutes of work on a double time day. <laughs> don't brag to the kids at home, George. That's a lot of money, dude. That's fucking a lot of work, dude. There's some bullshit and fucking big It wasn't too bad, and then I ran into one of my one of the guys at work, and he's like, "Oh, dude, I park over here on the side. The fucking meters don't work on Saturdays." I'm like, "What? <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know about that one. Fuck, that's a good deal. Uh, the one over what? Not Folsom and Third? Yeah, Folsom and Third. That place is usually what fourteen bucks on the weekends. I thought the place underneath the Thai restaurant." There's that one, and then there's one across the street. Uh, or is that the Thai restaurant? The outdoor. Where, the outdoor. Where the Go indoor. Dog Go used to be, wherever it was. Or Hot Dog, or we have the fucking... What Up Dog? What Up Dog, that it. That's it. That's still there. That building? Yeah, that place has a parking garage in it. It does, yeah, but the parking garage sucks. Oh, well, I didn't say it wasn't trick without its tricks. I do the one across the street. I've done that one, but they make you stay until 3 o'clock Monday through Friday. So there's that little caveat you got to be aware of when... Yeah, if you're doing the... Uh, if you're out early one day, you get to go watch a movie or pay 30 bucks versus 14 or whatever it is. Yeah, so that freaking thing. So I, I stayed there, what was it, Thursday night or Friday night? Thursday night. I parked in Thursday, I parked in there. 14 bucks, early bird special, you know, got out late. No problem. It's a little bit late. I got to go feed the dog, so I'm kind of in a rush, you know, because I don't like leaving my dog without food. That's always a humanitarian thing. I work thing. late, it's like, because I'm the only one home, so... So I... Uh, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a rush. I go and pay my, uh, go to pay my, pay my bill because I got that automatic machine there. At that time, there's nobody else there, so I pay it. Stick my credit card in, approved. Hit the button for the receipt. Receipt comes out. My credit card comes out, and no ticket. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now what? Uh-oh. So there's an assistance button. I call the assistance, and the thing's ringing, and the person answers, and they're like, "Hi, how can I help you?" And then boom, the machine spits out my card, right? So I'm like, well. It, it was it was it held about on my uh, on my car and now it's spitting it out so that should be good, no problem right? So I hop in the truck, drive up, stick it in the machine, no good. Uh oh, you still owe money. Yes, so I go back to the machine. I stuck in reverse and backed out of there before the car got behind me, and uh, whipped it into a spot jam over there. Call assistance. They're like, well, you're probably gonna have to pay it, right? So I'm like, okay. So I stuck the credit card in, paid it again. So I paid twice. So you got to pay twice. Yeah, and, what, I, went, late and I talked to the manager on Friday. No, because it didn't accept the first one. But I had a credit. I had a receipt that said that I paid it, and the other receipts that I paid it, and it was like within three minutes of each other. So right? <sighs> what a money maker that is for them, huh? So I talked to the manager the next day, and he's like, "Well, it's going to take eight to ten weeks to get your refund because we got to send it to fucking blah blah." What? blah. I'm like, "Well, what?" I'm like, let's work something out here, buddy. What time do you get off at? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Can you just let me out the gate when I park here one day? <laughs> <laughs> something, right? Just throw me a bone, bro. 
So he's uh, so he wasn't there this weekend, and then I rode the motorcycle today, so I didn't see him. So tomorrow's raining. It's supposed to rain in the afternoon, evening. Hmm. So I was probably going to drive that. Th- but that place closes at a certain time, too. Yes, it does. I've had it where I had to sneak in behind somebody going in the garage, and they were, like, calling the police over. And I'm like, hey, I just got off work. It's 1130 at night. My car's parked downstairs. I'm out of here. And they're like, we're going to call the police. I'm like, well, you go right ahead because I'm going to leave because I'm tired. <laughs> I just did a 28-hour day or whatever it was. It was fucking yeah. insane. One of those insane day show, you know. Crazy days. 16, 18-hour day, you know. Anyway, enough about work. Lots of motorcycle racing in the last week. Lots I heard. of good times there. It was just craziness at Daytona. Bubba Blackwell did his job. Wait till you hear about that one, George. I can't wait. I know, right? I uh, I saw what did I what was I reading up on this weekend? Oh, yesterday I found an article on uh, SB. I forget what the state. Two forty-eight or nine or something. No, like it's that? it's up there. It's like ten forty-nine or twenty forty-nine or something like that. So it has to do with uh, with drug tests in the state of California. So yeah. they're saying that if they require you to have a urine test and you're a medical patient with a with a active card, it shouldn't shouldn't make a difference. Because if you go drinking on your time off, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as you're. Uh... As long as you're, you know, sober within the last eight hours. <coughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, that was always my bitch about it was, why don't they test what I've done in the last eight hours? You know, they're able to do that with a lip balm test or, you know, swab, whatever they call it. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. They, they readjusted this mic. She keeps pushing it further and further away from me, which is fine. But uh, I can't work the buttons in talking to the mic at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it is tricky. You keep fading in and out. Yeah, well, it's not in front of me, and the board is. Maybe you need one of those microphones that hangs from overhead. Maybe like you should shut the, the fuck guys up. Who <laughs> and that's not a maybe, really. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. I love our Mondays together. <laughs> it's quality uh, time. Man. It really is. Yeah, it was just a long day. Uh, I've been a little nippy lately. I've been. Uh, I wasn't happy yesterday. Work but I'm doing much better today. Work will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, else, what else did I do this weekend, man? Jeez, I was, I was running around with my head chopped off with work, which was kind of crazy. But then uh, I didn't get a chance to go by and see mom. I didn't get a chance to work on the truck. I did ride the bike out and about a little bit. But that was just going point A to point B kind of things, you know. And yep. I took it out for a rip on Friday night because it was dry out. And I just kind of bombed around Lake Merced and... I think I stopped at stopped at Home Depot, just made an excuse to go out there and grab something and then put it around the lake and went up went out towards the Great Highway. And there you go, go see some ocean for a minute. Yeah, it was night. It was dark, so Yeah. And I was in a rush to get home to make my lunch so I could go to sleep. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah, my big weekend was pretty much the parade and staggering through that and recovering from that. So It was a good sized parade, man, cuz I went up good. there I went up to Market Street at 12 p.m. at lunchtime. I jammed up there. Um, I didn't see you guys, and I saw like the second group in the in the parade going by. So I walked down Market to Second Street, hooked a right, followed that all the way out past Folsom is where you guys were, and you guys hadn't even started yet. That's correct. It went off late this year. It was almost, I think it was like noon before it went off. For you guys, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I mean, there was time to go get mimosas and uh, bloody whatever the hell they are. It, I don't started this like, it must start around 1130, because for them to get from down there to 4th Street, 
Wouldn't have taken. What time did we see you there? Twelve thirty or one? Um, it was twelve thirty ish, a little after that, because I was heading back to work, and I uh, didn't realize too, because I, I could see Moscone from where you guys were standing. Oh no shit! Oh yeah, I could have easily just walked up the block and spent the whole time there, but instead I did the walk because I thought you guys, because last year we were like the second ones in the parade, so I was like, uh, I didn't want to miss you. Yeah, because I thought, well, if I run into him up there, then I can walk with him for a few blocks, and then I'll just kick, kick rocks, you know? Yep. I got to walk with everybody for a half block, and I had to hang a left. Uh, half block's better than none, George. <laughs> but I wasn't leading. Take the what band. you can get. Should have pulled a Bluto Bukowski, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I led the band right into a fucking alley, dead end alley, and marched them into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that scene in forever. <laughs> and all the horn players followed right by. That wasn't, even, that wasn't even John Belushi. That was like that, that squirrely looking dude. He was wearing like a bathrobe and fucking. <laughs> what you're supposed to do, you fucking <laughs> moron? It was that guy. That the guy, guy. From, the guy from Texas. He was great. Very funny man in real life, as I recall, too. What, what little I've read on him. I think he's passed away by now. Who knows, man? But, uh, yeah. Good shit. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> if you want to say so. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What is your desire? Like a drug in that this was chemistry. 
Follow these chemicals then How is this good for me? Her life gets better She bred Her man goes out of his head Like birds of a feather So we bled Let's go together And she said So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight What's with the attitude? And she said it's alright So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight What's with the attitude? And she said it's alright She said let's get away now Let's go down by the bay She turned her hand my way now Watch out what you say now Now the things you've been through Make it seem like nothing could ever really last forever But if you try Girl we can do some things She gave me headphones Said have you heard this sound I think I've heard this one is totally underground I wouldn't let her go then She wouldn't let me go Just ask the neighbors man It's unbelievable I played the morning rising She played the setting sun She said she couldn't stay when Her night had just begun So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight What's with the attitude? And she said it's alright So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight Without abandon we dance We party all night One of my lovers, hey now, that's something else. We played a vocal mission to play the cosmic sky. How can we make the distance? You've always known my eye. We're letting people know what or what we now know ourselves. That we are one of my lovers, hey now, that's something else. She gave me headphones, said, Have you heard this sound? You know, I've heard this one, girl. Let's get out of town. This love is like a drug, and we bonded chemically. We're letting you know better, living through chemistry.
Hey, we're back. Yes, we are. Just the two of us, though. <laughs> just you and me, myself and I. Yeah. That's just the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, George, uh, Uber has halted all self-driving vehicles in its fleet after a woman uh, in Ooh. Arizona died after being hit Sunday night. Uber? Uber had was testing their vehicles in Arizona. Uh, she died after being hit Sunday night. Uh, Elaine Herzberg, 49 years old, was walking her bicycle across was, a was, was fort. Was there anybody in the car? Uh, yes, there was a backup safety driver, apparently. He that did worries not. me with, with AI. Maybe it could, like, talk to the car and, like, just send it on its killing spree? <laughs> you don't think about that shit? Seriously? I hadn't taken it to that what level. If, I mean, why not drones? The whole fleet just drones. Went, went, like... Headhunting, just going after people. <laughs> they got fucking those those cameras on the dashes, right? It's all on the computer, man. It's true. It'd be that hard for the, the figure. Actually, I it's might true. with machine guns and lasers. Now they know I know about it. I'm in trouble. <laughs> you heard it here first, as usual. The FTW, a scoop, a scoop. Uh, so Elaine Herzberg was struck at 40 miles per hour on a four lane street and died at the hospital. A short while later, the Volvo XC90 SUV was operated with software not of Volvo's manufacturer. So, um, just last week, Uber and Waymo urged Congress to pass sweeping legislation to speed introduction of self-driving vehicles. How about that one, huh? Yeah, how about that? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Attaboy, George. (laughs) Everything to do with that AI thing I was thinking about? It's like being here alone sometimes, honestly. I don't know. But if you seriously think about it, all these electric cars are coming out. They're all computer-driven. They all got Wi-Fi. It could easily hack into those things and, like, fuck somebody up. It could send all kinds of fucked up shit from Amazon to your house. Oh, you're back fucking, on the whole... Uh... do all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> uh, well, in the meantime, back in reality, George... Uh, yeah, keep it up, little man. It is an issue that's being brought in front of Congress, because we do need to address this, because, I mean, once it starts knocking people off motorcycles or, you know, pedestrians, or you just got nailed, right? Maybe they should give them the, the bike lane. The bike lane. We yeah. just Uber and uh, drone cars only. Yeah, yeah. It seems fair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, hey, the bicycles aren't paying for that fucking that lane. They don't deserve it. No, I agree with you there. They're, they, be, they're a special breed right so there. so much easier. All those lanes could now become like pickup lanes, and you wouldn't have to worry about it because you know Uber would be over there like picking people up. Yeah, done deal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Back to music. <laughs> Holy hey, there's shit. a big fire uh, in North Beach, right? This weekend, um, that got that got all the news. In Soma, they had a fire, and a man was found dead in an adult bookstore. Uh, fucking strange, right? And the owners of the place are like, "We well, don't know how he got there." What? Kind of weird. They found a dead body in a small fire. Like, there's a big North Beach fire this week. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire department's getting a bunch of crap for their response to it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They had a smaller fire over on, I think it was 111 6th Street. So it's that first block of between Mission and Howard. No, second one. That whole block of 6th Street is. That whole whole corridor is just crazy. Fun. I think people are even worse there than they are in the Tenderloin. It's like you, you get kicked out of the Tenderloin, you go to 6th Street. Dude, it is weird, sketchy. <laughs> it doesn't smell as it's, bad as a tenderloin, though. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff down there. Uh, yeah. So what Talking else you of, got, George? Speaking of explosions, <laughs> <laughs> jackass. <laughs> I got fuck all, dude. I've been working, man. 
Uh, we're not talking about work, so there you go. Gotcha. Oh, I did, cooked, uh, wait a minute, you the, talked to one of the guys. For the, that, for the union meeting, I cooked all that fucking meat. That was cool. I oh, did that yes, last you week. did. I did have some of that. 200 that was pounds very good. of corned beef and slathered it with a mustard sauce. It was delicious. Ooh. I'm, I'm a little backed up, man. I ate too much meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring any tonight. <laughs> if anybody's got a solution, please uh, call in. Talk yogurt. To, talk to Steve. Yogurt. Eat healthy. Yeah. Really At number 415-550-0511. Tell Steve what I need to do. He's the only one that can comfort me. It <laughs> <laughs> can hold your hand, George. Whatever. Mm, I especially enjoyed that one. Let's see what's next. <laughs>
Hey. There you go. Hey, I'm back. Hey. <laughs> Somehow my mic got all the way on the other side of the room, dude. That was crazy. Wow. What I didn't a turn night. on the wrong one. So that was uh, Corrosion of Conformity, uh, King of Rot. King of Rot. What's that sound? You hear it? There is background music going. <clears throat> there, you killed it. Huh. That's weird. Way to go, George. That wasn't you, was it? No, I have nothing going on. Oh, slap you. No sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see you, too. Jesus. <laughs> well, you got to realize. You, fire. You might not remember seeing me at the at the parade, but I saw you. <laughs> yeah. I remember only fond memories. <laughs> Dude, you were so hammered. I was hammered. I dipped into the whiskey early. That was the dangerous oh. part. But I managed to have a good time. It all worked out really well. Found some really fun people to run with. For yeah. Time. What time did you cut out at? Uh, what the parade? I think it started around noon, and we were done by two, two thirty. What? No. What time did you start drinking? And what time did you go? Home? Oh, what time did I start drinking? I got down there probably about ten, and uh, yeah, a few beverages then. That's a good time, right? You, know? you didn't drink before you left the house. No. No, I had to dye the green, the beard, and that was enough of a high, half high. Yes. Dye? They have the spray paint shit that I picked up at the store last year, and uh, I used it again, and wow, it was just like the huffing high I got last year from the shit. It was fucking <laughs> wicked in the bathroom. I was afraid to turn on the fan. Is it going to blow up, you know? But yeah, anyway, it all worked I, I out. I get it, dude. <laughs> no, usually when I do my beard, it's like I bleach my beard, and like you got that fucking ammonia shit right, right above your lip. It's, it's hard not to breathe it. Ugh. So I usually get like straws and I like, keep my mouth shut. And I, chew, and, I put, <laughs> <laughs> and I try to plug my nose or something. You if know, only like, we had oh, a dude, camera. It's like smelling salts. You're awake. <laughs> I bet you are. That sucks. It's fucking rough, dude. Uh, that's brutal. Yeah, no matter how you do that, you get some up your nose. Yeah. Uh, and then when, when it starts burning, you got to wait 10 more minutes and then, then you rinse it off. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a little too much dedication for me. I'll stick with the spray paint or whatever it was. And yeah. That's why last, the last few years, I, I didn't shave it off like the next day or anything. I kept it for like a couple of weeks. People were like, when are you going to shave that off? And it's like, well, I burned my skin underneath the thing. So I don't want to like expose like scabs <laughs> on my face and shit. <laughs> good cover. Uh, actually, that's pretty good. I like that one. I've never told right? anyone that. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was something. I'll tell you what. Uh, George, live in the moment. Ah, why not? Fuck it, you know? Yeah, it is what it is. You know, also live about, the moment. I wonder if you can donate your fucking beard hair to fucking wigs for kids. Uh, if it's like wow. over eight inches long. <laughs> like if you're ZZ Top you, and you like trim it. Will it? The surprising thing is you probably wouldn't be the first to ask, you know, if you think about it, right? Get a big flowing yeah. beard. It looks Maybe like you a shouldn't ask. Maybe it's one of those things. Don't, <laughs> I think don't you should ask. Permits. Don't ask for permission. Your idea. <laughs> you're for, yeah, it's, it's, show up with a beard. Beard in a bag. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission or something like that. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's messed up. Uh, this has gone askew. This has gone askew. It you know who didn't go askew was Bubba Blackwell. Who? Bubba Blackwell kicked off the Daytona TT. Do you mind if we jump into the race report a little bit earlier? I'd like to hear some of it, man, because from what I understand, it was it's been a busy week. Oh, it was a huge week. It was Daytona was, Bike Week. We had I was so busy working and cooking. And I don't re I don't even know, man. Uh, it went down. It went down. <laughs> Daytona TT happened uh, Thursday night, and uh, but first we had Bubba Blackwell uh, jumping fourteen or so cars. Uh, Bubba's bike of choice was 
Harley XR750, the old flat tracker. Um, it was cars or buses? It was supposed to be GMC Canyons. That's it right. It was supposed to be, to be like cars. 1974 Chevy S10 and like a couple I mean, they line them cars up side out of the parking, side, like right? Acura's Beamers. And it was like, what the fuck is this? They said it was pickup trucks. They anyway, line them up side to side, not end to end. Right? The good so. news is he did make the jump. He landed it and uh, went on to announce the race. And it's all a very happy story. I think he's going to be mayor next year. It's, it's really working out well for huh. Uh It worked was out there, well for the race winners. There's a factory oh, Harley? Uh, I don't know. I don't. They don't have XR750s anymore. Did they put an Did they put an XR750 engine in a fucking in a Yamaha frame and fucking? With I'm sure they did, George. I'm gonna guess no know. on that one, but you never know. But to jump up with a street bike, dude, it's like ow. Oh, dude, he that's evil Knievel kind of shit. You that's know, even evil is. Knievel's kid Robbie Knievel, when he did jumps in the what, 80s and 90s, he used like a KX250 or something like dude, that. Dude, you know, today speaking of that, on YouTube, I found a clip of fucking the bullet chase scene. Is that the best or what? Dude, freaking <laughs> phenomenal. That man. That's a good time. Yeah, he did a crazy jumping shit, dude. He did do a lot of the stunts. He wasn't supposed to, and he like snuck in there and did it. Yes, he did. But, you know. Uh, uh, sorry, to, sorry to take away from your report. No, no worries. I'm happy to jump in. Continue. Cut continue. In you. Jared Meese. Scritchy's uh, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're special, aren't you? Jared Meese began his 2017 championship defense by holding off teammate Brad Baker early in the race and then holding off a late cha- charging uh, J.D. Beach. J.D. What? Beach is a Moto America road racer, but All he also right does on. some flat tracking. So uh, he Brad, gave him a run for the money out Brad there. It's pretty cool. Brad uh, Baker, was that the guy that was on chips that was like from the race scene and like I think that was being like somebody's little brother like <laughs> no way John Baker's brother was a road racer or stunt racer John John and Ponch yeah, that's an episode I missed because I remember John it's not just an episode dude he became a regular he was like what of, he was he became a fucking CHP officer oh Jesus oh yeah wow boy I missed the later it was the later years, years yeah <laughs> that's when that, well that's around when the Dukes of Hazard came out so nobody's watching fucking yeah I, there's a shift of demographics <laughs> Uh, your buddy Baker there would uh, claim fifth position, and J.D. Beach would settle for second, which is not bad for a guy that just gets out and races once in a while. Uh, Cowie rider Henry Wiles charged from sixth place to end up third to complete the podium. KTM mounted Dan Bromley survived a couple of close calls to win the singles race. Jesse Janich will go with uh, took second with Shane Navarro third. <laughs> Jesse Janich. Janich, dude. I'm some of these names. You try to spell this shit. Uh, anyway, they roll on to Woodstock, Georgia to the Dixie Speedway for April 7th uh, for the next AFT race. So there you have it, George. There's AFT. You want to break it up and do music in between them? What do you think? Oh, most definitely. Rolling by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we got other stuff to listen to, for sure, man. Far out. Are you ready to hear some music? Heck yeah. <laughs> That wasn't very Any requests out there? That wasn't a very enthusiastic. Heck yeah. Oh, hello, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's Finally, someone let me out of my cage Now, time for me is nothing cause I'm counting no A's Nah, I couldn't be there Nah, you shouldn't be scared I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare Intangible Bet you didn't think so I command you to Panoramic view Look, I'll make it all manageable Pick and choose Sit and lose All you different crews Chicks and dudes Who you think is really kicking tunes Picture you getting down in a picture too Like you lit the fuse You think it's fictional? Mystical? Maybe Spiritual hero who appears in you to clear your view when you're too crazy. Life is to those the definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the hype shit and like it. Gun smoke, you're righteous with one token. Psychic among no possess you with one go. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. In a bag, I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on, it's coming on. The essence, the basics, without it, you make it. Allow me to make this child like a nature. Rhythm, you have it or you don't. That's a fallacy, I'm in them. Every sprouting tree, every child of peace, every cloud and sea. You see with your eyes, I see the structure and the mind. Corruption in the skies from this fucking enterprise. Now I'm sucked into your lives through rust, so not as muscles, but percussion to provide. For me as a guide, y'all can see me now, cause you don't see with your eye. You perceive with your mind, that's the inner. So I'ma stick around with rust and be a mentor. But the few rhymes, so motherfuckers remember what the thought is. I brought all this so you can survive when law is lawless. Feeling sensations that you thought was dead. No squealing, remember that it's all in your head. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless Not for long The future is coming on And I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless Not for long My future is coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on My future is
such an old man. You're like making noises down there. <laughs> Clink. Ah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's what I live for all week. <laughs> to be a fucking DJ with my angry friend. Yar. Uh, the all right, George. Who was that? The shut the fuck up almost came out again. That was terrible. <laughs> um, that was uh, Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. That song is 17 years old. came out in 2001. You ever hear the version of the song Leonard Skinner? Fucking tremendous. That's the... It's Mm. a great punk rock song. The song before that was uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Big Bang Baby. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Big Bang. Big Bang. Uh, Big Bang. Big Bang. Big Bang. Big Bang. Speaking of explosions, Uh, any explosions on the track this week? (laughs) Not that I know of some glowing red discs, uh, rear disc brakes. They had some issues out there in Qatar. That was kind of tricky. Like glowing red. You should never see glowing red on motorcycles. That's not good. Motorcycles are bad. Yeah, that was dangerous. Shouldn't see it on anything, but yeah, I saw it on cars this weekend. I've been watching stuff on, I've been watching like Top Gear. Oh, that's a good show. Love it. Good shit. (laughs) Did you catch the Daytona 200 this weekend? That was this weekend, huh? It was. That's right. They had, they had bike week last week, right? It was Saturday. Dude, I was so absorbed with cooking and fucking work and bullshit and just, yeah, it's been fucked, man. Uh, I you know, the they'll, they'll have the flat track on in a couple weeks on NBC. That's what they usually do is have a delay of like a month or something like that. So I will let you know when it is and we'll go find it on some bar somewhere in this town and watch it on TV. Mm. Just a thought. Okay. Just a thought. I'll give it a shot. You could try it, right? I mean, anything's good with a beer. I mean, yeah. So uh, the 77th running of the Daytona 200 went down Saturday in Florida. The uh, 200 marked the end of Speed Week and saw several winners of previous Daytona uh, compete against amateurs and pros alike. John Ashmead, 89, Daytona 200 winner, placed 18th and extended his mileage record to 4,533 miles. What what track are they on, man? Daytona, the big Daytona. Uh, They they use part of the oval and then they go to an infield section. So they are cracking 100 and... They redid that track, right? It's got a crazy fucking pitch to it, doesn't it? Uh, it's, it's like 33% or something like that. It's, it's insane. Oh yeah. You're flattened out by the, the G's you're pulling through there, you know, cause it's, it's on a gentle curve, right? Yes. Yeah. Wild that'd shit. Be, that's probably be pretty cool, man. Uh, there's a picture of Kenny Roberts out there someplace. I'll have to put up on Facebook, but he's just like flat out on his YZR 500 and the thing's just squatting as it goes by at 180 miles an hour. Fucking great shot. Great shot. Good shit. Yeah. You gotta love that shit. So Ashmead has rolled up 4,500 miles in 200 races, in the 200, Daytona 200 races. The guy's been out there for fucking ever. Uh, since 88, came in 18th. Uh, since, he <laughs> was a 80, winner in 89. That's since the best 89. part of this. So he's tried to add to his total. He, right? he won his rookie year? Uh, I don't know about that. No, he's been yeah, racing right? for a while. So he's been racing decades, you know, what, 30, 35 years? Fuck. He's got to be 40. <laughs> 75-year-old John Ashmead. Uh, 2016 winner Michael Barnes had a strong uh, run this year until lap 24 when his R6's motor expired. Uh, pole sitter Frenchman Valentine Debees led early until a crash put him out of the race. He was kind of pretty hard damaged on that. Had to get flown back to uh, France. I think a compression of the vertebr- third vertebrae or something. Anyway, uh, that left Danny Eslick to run away with the win, uh, which makes four victories at the 200 for Danny Eslick. Uh, Corey 
Jerry West would claim runner-up with Robert, uh, excuse me, Robertino Pieri uh, claiming third on the last lap from uh, just on the last lap from fourth place, Jeff May. Uh, Eslick took home 25 grand for his efforts. That's not bad, you know? 20 grand for second place, 15 for third. And uh, Jeff May just got squeezed out and stuck with 12.5. So if any of these guys owe you money, uh, good time to call them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what were those names again? <laughs> uh, race paid all the way to 40th place, up to uh, 1300 bucks at the end there. But... Yeah, it was a good time. One of my friends raced out Daytona with his TZ250 way back in the day. Huh. Yeah, it was a good time. I mean, they started NASCAR out there, right? But they were on the sand out on the beach, weren't they? Uh, way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, not since. The they bikes didn't... have been on course in 61, and I think the cars went over in 59 to the uh, oval. Hmm. The tri-oval, as they like to call it down there. Hmm. So I got Supercross, too, but I thought, you know, what do you think? A little more music between them? Oh, you want to hear some more music? Yeah, I'm down with some tunes. How about you? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you can just ramble on to the Gateway of the West, St. There's a couple oh, things I can't live without. Oh, and- 
California. Yeah. That'll get your heart pumping. Yowza. That was Sugar Ray, Speed Home California. Is that who that was? That's exactly who that was. (coughs) Before that, I had... LL Cool J. I can't live without my radio. That's from 85. Really? That's some vintage. <laughs> 30, 33 years old? Fuck. That was some shit, man. LL Cool J music is 33 years old. I'm pulling it out old. for you folks. Look wow. at me. Digging deep. I'm insane. Digging deep for the I'm, listeners. I'm going like crazy. Like It's like out of control crazy. And if you know where to get us on mutinyradio.fm, you get us for free. And uh, we're always happy for a donation. But if you want to pay for the FTW show, we have actually made it onto iTunes. Crazy, huh? right? One of the guys on the station made this all happen. I was at the station meeting a couple weeks ago. Have you checked it? Uh, I don't know how to do iTunes. I'm kind of uh, not that guy. <laughs> anyway, they put together a, a, a package where it's on the air and uh, available. and could be, uh, I suppose, purchased. I don't know. Maybe we're under the freebie uh, bargain counter. But Mutiny Radio is in uh, on iTunes, so it, ultimately their whole catalog is available there. What? All the way back to the Wild Bill and Paul days, and Michelle, and the really? whole. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh, that's fantastic! I believe yeah. the whole list should be on there. I don't know. Maybe it's just only the well, most recent not. shows. Well, it's not. You can go to the radio dot fm. More important, the more modern times. Download each one separate. It won't upload it automatically, but you can still get them, and you can uh, you can download them yourself. Hmm. I keep them on my phone. They're actually in my lineup on my... Uh... <laughs> right off Mutiny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'll just... I'll pull up the show during, like, the next day or something. Like, if I'm not working, I'll be at home, like, doing dishes or something. So I'll pull up the show and play it on my phone. And as I'm playing it, I'll download it at the same time. It takes, like, five, ten minutes, something like that, because I got slow slow internet, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Bada bang. Boom. Then it's in the phone and it goes right into my playlist. So like fucking I'll have my playlist on fucking on uh on uh what's that one, you know, with the arrows crossing each other instead of going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh arrow thingy guy. <laughs> I've lost the word for I'm, I'm that guy, trust me with computers. I am not the computer guru of the of half of So the it mixes show. up all your tunes, right? So but I can't answer the phone if you want to call us four one five. Five five zero zero five one one. No, actually, you can't. It took you two tries to get Gail on the phone last week when it was ringing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you talked to her, and you <laughs> we had a nice chat. And then I like time five for minutes, to go. you're like, I got, I got to get back on the air. I got to go. Bye, Gail. <laughs> she'll just keep talking. Oh, you, you do have to cut her off eventually. She she's a lovely she's, lady, but she thinks she's on the radio. I, I yeah. Oh yeah, she she's she's completely overgored. She should have gone to St. Louis this weekend. Is what she should have done. I think she's probably drinking two or three bottles of wine a day. I mean, she's probably a lot of fun, honestly. I'm sure she's a sweet lady. But yeah, hell yeah. I told her come on down to the station. She lives in San Francisco. Yeah, she is in the neighborhood. You can have your own show, Pam. She doesn't even listen to the station. I don't think she got the number from somebody, so now she calls it all the time. She'd probably be afraid of the internet that the government is listening. She's one of those. Deeply dis- mistrusting with the government, I which so. I can't blame her on that one. No, we've talked about this just recently. Some of the older shows, dude, because Paul got into it with her at one point because she was she was talking about something and he was like, "So do you ride a motorcycle?" And she's like, 
Oh no! I saw a guy one time. He was. <laughs> and I guess he like slid, it slid out, and he smacked into the curb, and it cracked his head open or something before the helmet laws or some shit. And she's like, "Yeah, I wouldn't get on one of those things." And he's like, "You realize you're calling it a motorcycle show, right?" <laughs> we're tracking your address as we speak. <laughs> so from then on, Paul would nits. He was like, "No, we're not. We're not taking calls. You'd start rattling off. Here we are, five five zero. Here five one one." And he's like. Shh. We're not answering the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that one. That's great. It must have been during my absence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Supercross went down this weekend. St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, there's more? Oh, you kidding? I could go on all fucking night. Well, it is only like 9.09. This is when the race report usually starts. I'm, I hope you got some race report for us. Oh, man. I can wax poetic for a while, pal. The gateway to the West, St. Louis. <laughs> poetic. St. Louis <laughs> played host to the Supercross Saturday. A packed house greeted competitors to a St. Paddy's Day race. And 450 action points leader Jason Anderson uh, jumped his Husqvarna to a quick start, but could only watch as the Green Cowie, the Green Cowie of Eli Tobak motored away. Eli Tobak was on fucking fire the other night. Uh, was he? St. Pat must have thrown some golden luck Eli's way uh, because he left everyone. I mean, fucking everyone. Um, they're timing it out now. I think it's a 20 minute race or something like that. So by the eight minute mark, he was 10 seconds ahead and he ended up winning by over 20 seconds. And that's an eternity in a motocross race. It, dude's badass. Fucking A, man. He was on fucking fire. Uh, Jason Anderson uh, rode his Husky to second, uh, which is fine with him because he does have the points lead and he's leading substantially. Uh, Mar- Marvin Moosequin rounded out the podium. Uh, last week's winner, Justin Brayton, collected fourth. Anderson added two points to his lead to now over 42 points over Moosequin. Yep. 246 points. He's pretty much got the thing wrapped. Well, I wouldn't say wrapped up, but he's got a very comfortable lead. It's looking good for Jason Anderson. Uh, 250 action. Husky rider Zach Osborne leaped to an early lead, but Austin Fortner jumped a quad and led by lap laps one completion. Uh, his lead would not last as he dropped his bike and resumed and ended up in fifth place. Uh, Fork, as his buddies call him, Forkner, uh, Fork would also go down with another rider and finish sixth. Osborne would go on to the win with Jeremy Martin on a Honda uh, second place and Jordan Smith on a KTM third. Uh, it's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> Makes me think there's like palm trees around I'm the corner. S- I'm is this herb? Like, I'm still like, de- oh yeah. Is this herb? Wow, you're in the groove, bro. Give it to go. You're on fire. <laughs> I'm so like on a beach somewhere, fucking barefoot, dancing in club, drunk. Dude. Suntan. Jorge. Jorge. My closet consists of three swimsuits. Jorge by the sea. <laughs> I would come visit you and, and like wait for dark because it might pasty white skin sunburns. But if there's palm trees, straw hats make myself every fucking week. I make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Jimmy Buffett commercial or something. That sounds great. I'm feeling all good about this, man. Awesome. Yeah, this herb album is called Freight Train Joe. <laughs> Some of the racing looked like a free trade out there. I couldn't make this shit up. <laughs> um, takeaways from St. Louis Supercross. Uh, 450, Jason Anderson's got the best chance. Uh, Marvin Moosequin will take runner-up, barring any bad luck uh, between those two. 250 East, uh, Zach Osborne is back on track as he defends his number one plate. He's now got an eight-point lead over uh, Forkner. So looking good for him. 
So that is St. Louis. Now, next we have MotoGP, and I th- we might want to just really go into a song or two before I really dive deep and go crazy you on wanna, that one. You want to go there? You want to go I th- there? I think so. I think so. We're rolling good with the music. It kind of breaks up the whole, you know, not all the tuners tune out. You know, well, both of them don't tune out at once. You know, it's kind of good that way. We can track you. We can see who's listening right now. Okay, not really. I heard we should get like 800 hits a month, though. I was kind of surprised by that. So, hey, maybe we'll get like, I don't know, 804 this month. Wouldn't that be hot? We're going to get like thousands. Thousands. could be insane. We're going to be rich and famous. It's going to be insane. No such thing as insane. You don't even know. You think you know, but you don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Try me.
Yowza. Yowza's right, man. That was Helmet, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. That was my fucking Helmet, dude. <laughs> exactly what you wanted. Jump Before on. that was the new American wave of fucking Dropkick Murphys. Really? Yes. Good shit, bro. Yeah, it was kind of lively. I didn't know we were going to have much more than that, so I was kind of ready to end the show right there, but we still got some time. You still got some report. I got lots of reporting to do. Yeah. What? Oh, what? yeah. It was the big weekend that begins with MotoGP start of their season. That's huge for a lot of us motorcycle fan racing. And uh, it proved to be a very good race. Uh, it was a great time out there. Uh, the Qatar. 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 Uh, circuit. Uh, ha- Low Sal Circuit is uh, located in Qatar. And uh, it was a roasty toasty 87 degrees. Uh, it wasn't that uh, hot as expe- I expected it. But anyway, they were the, cir- uh, the, the big, the uh, main race under the lights. But uh, the earlier races, uh, Moto 3 uh, took off late afternoon with the sun still up. Uh, that kicked off uh, the race competition in the desert that, this weekend. Uh, Jorge Martin hole shotted the pack and started to pull a seven bike lead early. Uh, he was able to hold off other riders for a while as slip streaming is key in the small bike classes uh aaron canette was able to move close to martin and make it a two-man race with a seven rider battle for third if you've ever watched one of these races it is a bumblebee pack out there constantly drafting back and forth it's been that way for decades and it's great shit to check out uh you could open a walmart between the lead duo and the rest of the pack that was kind of surprising these guys get that far ahead uh it all came down to the last lap and aaron canette could not slipstream jorge martin and settled for second place uh Lorenzo, uh, that left Eric Canet for second, uh, uh, and Lorenzo Dalla Porta would round out the podium there. Uh, John McPhee and Ania Bastiani both crashed out. They were both uh, title contender, uh, contenders last year. Um, top four riders all on Hondas. So that was Moto3. Moto two. Uh, Moto three. What's the difference between Moto three and Moto two? Moto three is it's just a line of three hundred cc twins, and Moto two is six hundred four cylinders at the moment, and they're all Hondas. They're a sealed. You're given a Honda motor. It's supposed to be sealed, and you race. I think there's like five motors for the season or something like that. But uh, everybody has a Honda motor in the six hundred class, or the uh, the Moto two class. They are. They get five motors for the for the season. Yeah. Is it like an invite only, or can anybody just say, "Hey, give me some engines"? Uh oh. Uh, they're they're looking for manufacturers. Like uh, I think Kalex makes a bike. There's a bunch of different manufacturers that came out with uh, different ideas, but it's all just turned into twin spar frames. Uh, you know, nothing radical. All, they're all telescopic forks. Uh, there might be a single sided swing arm out there, but for the most part pretty standard you know stuff what most of the manufacturers sell but race only you know so it's really lightweight you know right carbon fiber where they can there's some cool shit out there so it's all chain drive or are they doing any uh shaft drives or nah shaft drive eats up a little bit of horsepower so everything's chain so they all run like big bikes used to run like 630s like your harley would probably run a 630 on the street if it was chain drive um if you had a 750 or bigger bike you had a 630 what did I just say? 630. So now they run 520 chains and they eat up chains faster, but they're lighter chains and you get aluminum sprockets. And everything's like really lightweight. So, hmm. but it's a strong enough chain to handle a 600 or even a 1000 these days, you know? So at least yeah. for a couple, a race or two. I think that's what I got on the XR. <laughs> oh, is that right? It's a good size chain. Yeah. 
Yeah, five twenty is even a little bit smaller than that. Yeah. So, what do you got on your dirt bike? Uh, I believe that's a five thirty. Yeah, there you go. I ride a dirt bike. I just replaced that a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, you haven't I, had it a couple of years, have you? I have. How many times I have. Have you I got rid of the five hundred. Um, I got out four <laughs> times last year. Fuck, I'm embarrassed. You should be. But I need to get out. I need. I need to go out for a ride. I, I'm. I'm due. But I need to do some work on the beast. But anyway, uh, dusks was setting in as Alex Marquez had a great view of Francesca Bagnaya uh, with Lorenzo Baldassari uh, giving chase. Uh, Marquez gave chase to those guys. Wow, I fucked that up. Uh, Bagnaya was uh, led the whole thing until the last lap when Baldessari briefly led uh, Bagnaya retook the lead and uh, the 25 points to start the 2018 Moto2 season. Uh, Marquez survived running wine to take third. Uh, his rear disc was glowing red as he rode with only his front brakes. So he ran wide, was able to hold on to third place and then finished the race with only front brakes. And, you know, it used to be that's all you used, but now... People use the rear brake to keep you from pitching more forward. It, it affects the handling of the bike. Right. So, anyway, cool huh. shit out there. American Joe Roberts was 25th in the race. So are, they, are they sliding around out there, too? Oh, yeah, they're sliding everywhere So you need there. the rear brake to, like, tap it to get it sideways and then gas in it, right? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. That's uh, uh, a huge part of uh, road racing these days. Is right. The whole tap it and slide it into basically, the corner. Basically drifting it. Yeah, initiate. Yeah, initiate the drift into the corner and then ride and then the drift just out. Gas the fuck out of it. Do you, yep, exactly. Get a little smoke coming off there and just drive <laughs> the fans nuts. Yeah, that's it, bro. Right. If they see, see what they're really seeing. It's all about you your know? people, man. I mean, you might win over a couple today. Fuck yeah. Pulling that kind of shit. Hell yeah. Dude, they're always mobbing me for signatures when I road race AFM. Okay, never, but <laughs> it was still a great time out there, you know? <laughs> now, under the bright lights of the LaSalle circuit, <laughs> Johan Zarco, before I get my ass kicked, uh, showed how a pole center glory, should start. Glory days. I, I used to. I don't have them lined up on your little uh, mountain bike course out there on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here he comes! Here he comes! They ring, they ring cowbells while you drive by. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do get, uh, well, Gail comes out and uh, a they, few others. They have those, what was that, the, the, uh, what was that the soccer fucking game they had in Africa and they had those fucking bassoons or whatever they were blowing, the fucking big horns. That oh, the Sousa horns? The Sousas. Oh, those things are horrible. That sounds like something your fans would, would have. Just to irritate <laughs> Only if your fans were close and enough. <laughs> Fucking, probably wearing a football helmet flying down the hill. Uh-uh. <laughs> We're all going to the bar afterwards. Big chunk of fresh. I would have been a great chunk. famous person. You kidding? It would have been great. Grass stuffed in your fucking helmet. I went down, but the helmet saved me. I'm going to give it away later. I might auction it. You never know. You never can tell. Uh you know who you can tell is Johan Zarco. Uh, he showed how a pole sitter should start by shrieking away from the front and taking the lead that Mark Marquez would briefly hold for three corners. Uh, Zarco held a nice lead until lap 17. So this guy, like, took pole position, right? Fucking very good. Uh, had a great year last year. Still in a satellite, you know, Yamaha this year. Um, 
uh, his uh, tires started to go away on lap 17, and that's when Johan went backwards through the pack. Uh, Mark Marquez constantly badgered Zarco, and next he was Andre Davizioso, who slowly made his way up through uh, the, the pack, uh, saving his tires. And Marquez was quite impetuous in chasing the boys down and sliding everywhere. So ended up with Davizioso in front on the Ducati with Mark Marquez on his Honda chasing him. Uh, and third was Rossi, uh, who had briefly led earlier, um, but was content to uh, run third. Uh, Zarco slid back uh, third, fourth, fifth, and eventually I think he took, where was he, sixth? No. Uh, faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge with Dovi and Marquez. Oh, Valentino Rossi was an early challenger to, uh, to Zarco, but faded to fourth before resuming the lead ch- challenge with Dovi and Marquez. Uh, in the end, the man who could sit, who could serve tires showed patience at poise under Divisioso held off a late charge from Mark Marquez to take the checkers. Uh, Marquez would take second. Rossi would claim third. Cal Crutchlow fourth and Daniello Petrucci fifth. So that was the race. I don't think I butchered that too bad this week, uh, but great racing out there. It was under the lights for the, uh, uh, the, the night race there for the big race there, 350 kilometers down the main straight. That works out to like two, five, two ten, someplace in there. They're fucking boogieing down the straight. It's fucking good shit. George, it's no joke, man. Um, straight up. Uh, why is it just some MotoGP notes here? Why isn't Johan Zarco on a factory Yamaha? This one's killing me. This guy was like out qualifying the regular Yamaha, uh, factory bikes. And it just ain't happening. Uh, he, he, he was just fucking badass. It's business. He's, he's doing it on a Yamaha, right? He is, but he's a satellite rider. So he's like, right. they should not be winning races. The main factory Yamaha bike should be winning. Should be. It's kind of an embarrassment for Yamaha not to it be winning. kind of is. Well, why isn't Honda grabbing this kid up and saying, hey, you should race with us? Maybe he's only riding the Yamahas. He's kicking ass. He's still putting Yamaha on the fucking, on the fucking leaderboard, right? He is. There you go. He why do we, we got to pay this kid? He's doing it for us. Uh, he's running a deal. Ducati dominated practice, Petrucci and Divisioso. Uh, not so much with Lorenzo, but those guys were constantly one, two, three, or four. And uh, for quite a while, it was Ducati's three out of the top four. And then uh, Zarco comes along and scoots and, and takes the pole position. Fucking badass guy. Uh, Danilo Petrucci, another guy that should be on a full factory ride, had a great ride for Ducati, and then faded in the race. That was a, a shame to see that we happen. Should, we should look into raising funds for that guy so he can be an independent. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a, <laughs> a valiant effort, but... Why not? 